0: Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Z's Cubed with your hosts Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinera. Second Z's Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. Welcome back to another episode of Second Ease, and this episode is especially quite lovely, and I am more than excited to share one of my favorite styles of dance with you lovely listeners. And today we have Chacarera Samba con Caballo Criollo. Um, and that is presented by Gonzalo Baraneci. And uh, this is actually a type of two types of dances, which are performed on horse. One is on the horse. One of the performers is on horse and the other is on the ground. It can be the woman on the horse or the man on the horse. It does not matter, but it is a uh, very, very lovely Dance style that's quite old and comes from the colonial period in South America. And actually, um, the Chacarrera style um, is quite, quite interesting because it comes from the Marinera in Peru. But before we get into that, I do want to just mention the artists that performed, uh, sorry, the, the groups that performed. And for this particular piece, um, the particular performers, unfortunately, in this case, are anonymous. We do not know who these two are. And if you do, if you have seen these two performers live before, please send us a message to Second Seas or in the chat episode chat on Spotify. We'd love to hear who they are. But I do know that the songs are Piel de Rancho and La Serijana, I should say it like the Argentines, La Serijana by Los Chaclareros. And those, Los Chaclareros are a very famous Argentine group. And um, the first one is Pier de Rancho, La Serriana. The thing about these, this particular piece is it was performed at night. So if you can see watch the video linked there, it was performed on someone's ranch, which I thought was quite nice. And though I could maybe have found more uh, high-tech videography, I thought that the story was quite warm, that they were telling in the dance. And even though it was not like a high-end videography of that piece, I think it still hits the audience, which is why I picked this. Now, as far as the uh, style of um, La Chacarrera, and basically, it comes from Santiago del Estero in Argentina. And of course, our country today that we're talking about is Argentina. And it has, of course, several different instruments like the bombo, which is a big drum. The guitar, of course, being the guitar, the violin, the voice. And um, it's basically circle dancing or diamond dancing. And the partners are very independent. And um, that's something that is very remarkable about the dance, though they often will open and close the distance, depending on the mood, or the feel of the performers. Now, so then also the other um, interesting thing, of course, the style of dance um Came was adopted from La Marinera, which is from Lima in Peru. And uh, actually, Lima was the capital of the the provincial area. So this where the viceroy was during the colonial period in South America. So many of the dance styles came out of there and adapted to the other uh, areas during the colonial period. And this is a very big, uh, very important dance for the upper class or, or anyone who could afford horses. Because this was always the dance of greeting or saying goodbye. Um, They would also um, do it as competition. Um, There's a lot of different things behind this as well. So it was the one with the horse is often saying hello or goodbye to someone. But they also have it as like just a normal dance that you would have. in the. um. Mm And then the samba is quite different. (laughs) <laughs> and this one is from, from Lima. And um, basically, it's by the mestizos. So people that have the indigenous heritage and the other side is African heritage. And so they are performing too. They perform the chacarero, which is more of the upper class style. And then they also are performing samba. The samba is the style that's Afro-Peruvian um in origin and the interesting thing about La samba is that it's kind of like tap dancing and uh, Mm -hmm. very very strong style and you can have many variations on this and uh, again it's another type of dance which is which is more independent like like johnny said in a previous episode the the dancers are not too close i (laughs) Smell whatever, but uh, basically, uh, it is more about the art of intrigues. The more they're both about the art of intrigue or seduction or uh, impressing one another with their their dancing, it's not something like uh, as much of like it's a different approach to the whole courtship and the whole dancing of uh. Of the time period that they had it's much different than now, a little bit as far as the, the way people would dance, but it is very artistic. And they call this both of these styles fit into the gentleman's category of dance, even the afro Peruvian, because they are um, very respectful of both parties and both parties are very independent. Um, so Um, That is a little on the way of introduction. Now there are like probably 5,000 things I could say about this because a very close friend of mine is a violinist and she also dances marinera peruana. So I'm pretty familiar with dance style. Um, But this is just for you lovely audience members who know nothing about it to go check out more videos on YouTube because you can see or anywhere you get your videos because you can see there are many variations of this. And we're just going to focus on the Argentine one, which we will see mm-hmm. in the video today. So thank you all for indulging this intro. And now let's hear from whoever wants to start. And Johnny is back with us, thankfully. He's so, hi johnny
1: hello beautiful hello hello it's so good to see you and thank you alison thank you thank, thank you.
0: you johnny you
1: like to it's start? good see you. so you like basically
0: whoever wants to start may start and then we can dive right in
1: well let me I, if, oh. you, if i can throw in a little bit you know but to get go it ahead. rolling because you see what is wonderful about both the dances is uh you know the origins of us there's one yes. thing that has remained within the flamenco style, which has become the formalized style within, yes. the, uh, within Spain, which mm-hmm. then was uh, originally taken off from the Roma, who had traveled right across and then settled in, in Spain. Mm-hmm. And as, as we've said before, you know, very often uh, you'd find the youth would go out to the gypsy camps or the Roma camps and, and they would dance there, you know. And the one, um, uh, it, 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 the, the Sevillanas is actually a folk dance and folk dances are the ones that hold the kind of record, so to speak. They don't change, the steps are the same, all the different things are the same. You can do it anywhere um, I've often had to like jump in and do a sevillanas, and I'm I mean like I'm I, I'm a rotten dancer, but I'm I, I can do it, you know, and my and pretend. But the history of it is fascinating because everything about the Sevillanas, although it has fall it's gone into a formalization, obviously, as you say, because it was the wealthy which at the time took it over. Um and uh but still the folk element of a sevillanas is there and then the development of the um, sevillanas bringing it into originally in Spain it was in the in the um, bull, uh, bullfighting uh, mm-hmm. they would bring the the ladies in with you know with the full tail skirts and the combs and it really is beautiful um if one you know yeah I would I don't go there so um but it does look good. And there was a time when we were going to do it. Rose and I were, were booked to do a, um, a, a show in Rajasthan for the Maharani and the Maharaj there in the in the palace there, which was all wonderful. And they wanted to have horses. You see, they wanted to do a There was a horse theme. So we tried to get, you know, because we were speaking to the Lepizana people here. Uh, because they do that sort of dressage, you know, the the is mm-hmm. a trained horse to do the same kind of dressage, you know, which is a very, very specific and controlled. And for any dancer, um, it's, 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 it's a tough one because, uh, as you know, no matter how well trained a, a horse is, it can spook at any time. Mm-hmm. and no matter yeah. how good the rider and he knows his horse and he might you know it really controls it well but it, it, yeah. so you can imagine in a bullfighting ring with a crowd um coming onto that kind of dirt you know and like they have a little like uh you know they put some uh wood on the floor and you bring your 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 um, Dances in. And you can see the trepidation as they're going because, uh, first of all, you're coming in on the back of the horse with the rider, right? You're riding pillion with him and you're wearing a tail skirt, which on its own weighs, uh, you know, quite a lot and it's big and you got to, there's a way of handling it. It's like, you know, it's like a martial art. And um, mm-hmm. then you have to uh, dismount, dismount. Don't spook the horse. Get round the horse. The music's playing. The crowd is going, and still entertain and and be able to like get into the the steps. But the beauty of it is, is that this group from uh, Argentina we approached them. They're very they they're very well known, and and they are proficient at what they're doing. And, and I could see in that one there. Everybody obviously felt a little bit unsettled. I don't think that was their original plan as far as the, like, filming was concerned. Mm -hmm. Because you can see in the lighting, you can see in your camera, your camera's not going to be able to get in there and get any other shots than the wide, you know, stay Mm -hmm. away from the horse, whatever you do, because that thing really (laughs) is... definitely not something you
0: want.
1: Something can happen. Especially as, as you see, it's like evening time, you know, but still the courage and the control of the rider must take a really, really, wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Because there's a synergy that goes on not only with the horse and the rider mm-hmm. and the dancer, you've got also the audience that you, see, you know The whole thing becomes one, you know. And 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 uh, obviously, sometimes you get that element that comes in, with the duende, as uh, Lorca said, <clears throat> the, the, the spirit comes into just um, – but that is an original, Sevillanas. is about the, uh, the closest you're ever going to get to what was the original flamenco that was brought across, you know, uh, from all the way from Rajasthan through Africa, through Europe, and, you know, ending up all over the place, actually, but mainly in Spain. Yeah. And what I... Uh, what happens there is if you listen to the sounds of it, if you listen now with the Argentinian, it's also it's interesting because if you listen to the way it sounds, and same with the samba, the sounds of the samba and the sounds of the they are like a so they're two totally different kind of things, you know, two d- different uh, attacks of, of dance. Um, but the sounds of the dance are the sounds that are still linked to the time of travel. The time of travel, the time of meetings around fires, the time of meetings at taverns, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can hear the, you know, and, and very often, and of course the Roma were dealing in, in metal work. So metal would be in a caravan. You would hear this every day, you know, the sound. And that that compass, that compass that comes from it, that beat that is there, that 12 beat, is a 12 beat that comes literally, A, from the anvil is one thing, you know, the, 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 the um, uh, Blacksmith on and uh, then you get it also from the uh, sound of the feet of the horses. Flamenco is very, very equestrian in its style, in the way they do it. Now, granted, in Argentina, I can't say that this is flamenco; it's Argentinian. Yes, it's Argentinian flamenco. Yeah, that also is the a, what was there, there is the a, a classic, it's a classic to a, Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: It's, I mean, it's, sorry, though
0: the it's a, like I would say all of these like marinera mm. they're like a variation mm. of flamenco but
1: like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's not that you see because there's a dodgy area and it's something that I've argued against but then I don't have the length and duration. I mean I've I danced flamenco for eight years. I've been wow. involved with flamenco for maybe over uh, twenty years. Um but not involved like uh, Rose and uh, you know, my wife Rose. Uh, mm-hmm. she rose, she is Rose is oh yeah. She's like, so eh, good. At eh,
0: it. Eh.
1: There you is go. Is she on YouTube? You know, puro, puro, yeah. puro, puro, I'll send puro. you his
0: wife. Puro. Yeah, his wife's yeah. thing.
1: Puro flamenco, you know. Right. And I've seen that with the horses and <sighs> the little donkeys. I've seen them do it, and it's 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 really spectacular. You know, I have to say, it is a live thing unless you can find a way of getting your cameras in there because that's the only way you bring it in is by getting your cameras closer to the horse and closer to the dancer
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think um, the camera people me, were scared of it well, you, yeah you, I, I don't blame you know, them it's insane you can't i've never seen it i've never seen actually a piece where they've really brought the camera in unless they've actually separated the horse which is difficult as well for the rider and the horse um to do it together and then bring cameras in, your horse is going to be jumping all over the place. Um, you know, it can be very dangerous. And, uh, but still, the energy in a live performance when you see that, oh, and especially when yeah. you're using things like the bazanas, which are these white horses, these massive white horses that are, like, you know, war horses. And once again, you can see, as you were saying, it is a greeting and a goodbye. And when you look at the, 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 the form, it is very militaristic of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rider might as well be wearing his sword and, and his, uh, you know, full military gear as he's about to leave town, mm-hmm. you know, with the army and he's saying adios, goodbye, you know, and here we go and everybody's crying. And it, it's very much like that. It's very militaristic in that sense. And that were the Libizanas were, were bred for that, the war host. Um. Big horses, white, incredibly controlled. I mean, oh, they are spectacular, and very much similar to what they're doing there in Argentina because it is actually an Argentinian type of breeding. And um, mm-hmm. that is so specific in its in 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 what it does, and very few people around the world know about this. It, it's big in Argentina, and so it is also in Spain, mm-hmm. um, you know, recognized and, and used. And, uh, but it speaks of, of history, um, uh, it, the, the culture of uh, the, the, the Spanish and also the Argentinians as they've grown, you know, through the years is maintained in that little, little piece. There. It might just look like a lady is dancing with a man who's riding a horse, he's on a horse, and the horse is dancing with her, which on its own is pretty spectacular. The horse
0: and dancing seen, itself is very spectacular. No, come on. That it, takes a you've lot You've got to give
1: it, you've <laughs> got to give that like, kudos. And, and I mean, I've seen horses really enjoy it.
0: You mm-hmm. know, this like personality.
1: <laughs> oh yes, I've seen. Oh man, when we were out there with the lipazide, but there's one little one, there was one there at the time, it's quite Young. And I mean he was just so into it. This horse was like just it was like he was smiling. You know? He was having such fun. But that's the the the, the lead-in for that, I would say more than anything, is the history that runs with it. Is fascinating history. It's the history of, of of all of us nomads. So mm-hmm. thank you, Alison. Thank you so much for bringing that in.
0: Thank and you. and I'll also send another, which is for for you about with the lady on the horse. So that's like the the original. Uh, what that is the original marinera style from Lima. As you can see, they're closer to the. They're close the the people are move dancing much closer to the horse, mm. and especially because mm-hmm. they're very professional. this this is like the these two are like very top top, top yeah. dancers completely uh, different vibes yeah that, that, uh-huh.
1: that, I can't remember the guy's name, but he runs a ranch uh, that side that he trains horses. And, uh, and you can see how efficient, I mean, he trains that horse and leads it and the hat and all that because they put the food in the hat and then, you know, they lead the horse with it and eventually the horse gets used to following the hat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you can see how he dances with the horse as well as the lady yes, on the horse.
0: absolutely. So he's a dancer yeah. as well.
1: And uh, it's the most wonderful thing to see the synergy between them, you know. Yes. within, But also, as you can see with the lima, how much more sort of it is it's got a, a, a just a slightly different flavor to it of, of it has that little lift to it you mm-hmm. know whereas us uh, oh. is a happy dance yes but uh, yep. the, the when they do the version of it like and the big steps that he takes in this event mm-hmm. because generally it's the steps are the same so he's doing the same uh but yeah, generally very when you, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 yeah the Spanish flamenco it's a lot smaller the steps you know you keep it tight you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. But I mean, that is that is craftsmanship and mass. But more than that, that's culture it is yeah. it is, you know, it is you can see the culture of the people. And that is something that they they, they, they I think is very important identity. Yeah. And, and this this brings, I think, epitomizes the identities of the of the, the cultures.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So when to hear from you, uh, tell us what you think. Of the first one, of course, the Samba Caballo and the uh, Chacarera. And then you can also compare
2: with the Marinera if you want. But yes, tell us what you think. I am the lay person here, and I enjoyed all the historical context that you provided, Allison, as well as Johnny. Um, frankly, uh, when I was trying to do research on the Chacarera, Um, online, there weren't that many English resources on it. Appreciate all the background information and historical context that um, you both provided. Um, As far as the original video that I watched um, that we were discussing, I think the thing that really um, caught my attention was the earthiness of the dance of the environment it taking place at night um kind of like on farmland because that's what I could gather about the chacarera is that it's supposed to be a more like folksy um yes. uh-huh. yeah yeah like a folksy alternative to the tango um so you could really sense that earthiness to the dance how it's connected to nature how it sort of grounds you to that nature through the dance. At least that's what I gathered from the video. I, um, love the whole sense of like push and pull between, um, the, well, I guess you could say technically three dancers, but you know, the, the duo of the man and the horse, and then the woman, there's like this push and pull happening where, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like they'll, each do their own thing and then they'll meet again and circle around each other. Um, and then, you know, the horse will pick up pace. It's like a frenetic energy, um, in a tight spot. It isn't like that it, it's different from the second video that we watch where there seems to be more space for the, the horse to kind of move around or at least mm. the way mm-hmm. that the space was framed here. It's a lot more compact. So, um, i personally was a lot more on edge <laughs> seeing that that horse move in such tight confined spaces um and not even like at a like slow pace it was at a very fast pace mm-hmm. um but it was a very alluring video. It really drew you in again with the push and pull between all of the dancers. Um, and you know, like they took that break in the middle of the video and then they resumed dancing, but this time with like handkerchiefs, um uh, you know, like the twirling of the handkerchiefs, which added like another element. Um, I think it just serves like as a reminder of how interconnected we all are across the globe. Because, you know, as you both were talking about the influences of the Chacarera and the different dances like flamenco um, i think it just highlights how the globe is a lot more interconnected than we think um although the chacarera is very different than what i'm about to reference but It's just interesting how people have utilized horses in different forms of dance. So when I first saw it, it kind of reminded me of these videos that I saw when I was much, much younger of um, horse dancing in Egypt, but the horse dancing in egypt is like a very different style it's kind of like more short leaps um instead Mm -hmm. of like yeah so that was just another interesting thing you know just reminds you that um even though like there are different countries um completely separated by a bunch of oceans and land masses that there are going to be similarities between different cultures um and it's interesting to see how things are um, morphed or developed in different areas, how these different traditions um, take on a life of their own in each country. Um, and again, I mean, it was that first video, It you were tense the whole time, but in a very delicious way (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) you you felt like there was some sense of danger but not really um because as I think Johnny also mentioned horses are such unpredictable creatures but um just seeing the artistry of that horse and the control even though like I said it was like a very fast pace when he would like sort of circle around himself for a little bit and then circle um, around the uh, lady dancer. Um, and uh, it would change up pace, change up formation. And it was all happening in such a confined space that it would be very easy for an accident to happen, but it didn't. And um, it's just like this tense energy that's running underneath that whole dance for me Um, and that really was like an addictive quality to it Um, and I think it's a dance um, I've used this term so many times today but the dance is just vibes you know you're there for you're there for the vibes like (laughs) yeah you you of course um, appreciate the the moves themselves but it's about the ambiance and the feelings and vibes and energy that it kind of of brings out of you too. Um, the clapping that you hear in the background, um, the foot stomping, that kind of reminds me more of the communal aspects of music and dance um i think we also discussed this in our um episode where we talked about was it Collins chicken was it colin's yes, chicken probably mm-hmm. yes yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and johnny went into like this lovely um conversation about the communal aspect of music within that culture where people would just join in with whatever they had spoons like the uh, the video today was reminiscent of that you could hear the rhythmic clapping in the background you could um, even though you can't see the crowd you can sense the people who are watching this performance it's this performance was not made for the camera necessarily it was made for the community for That's people right. mm-hmm. to enjoy um those were kind of the thoughts that I had formed about the first video the second video of course this is just first impressions oh, I bonus. didn't have enough
0: the second video was yeah. a bonus. and I may I didn't have enough of them later <laughs>
2: you know i didn't have a chance to you know fully marinate and like do further research and you know watch it over and over again but like completely different vibes for that second video it's like more bombastic it's like more cheerful happy um, uh-huh. also like a lot more like precision you know which kind of matches yeah. with the outfits that they were mar- uh, like wearing kind of mirroring like the military precision of the movements of the horse, like at least with the the foot tapping of the horse. Um you know that one I didn't get that tenseness of the first video. Um mm-hmm. that one was just kind of more of like a joyful experience for me. Like I, I I don't know if you were watching, but I was like bopping my head along. I'm like, yes, 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 mm-hmm. this is exactly what i need after running on two hours of sleep um so even though they're like <laughs> similar ideas similar dances but like each one completely different energy completely different vibes right like the one the one in the
0: beginning is more of like the you could say that it could be for a greeting or a farewell either one the mm-hmm. other one is definitely a greeting that's the purpose yeah. The, the second see, one the, is the
1: only. use of it. Yeah. You know, the use of it, everything has a language. The handkerchiefs have a language. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's like the fans, you know, it's when you the moment you bring a fan in and you you your dancers using a fan, that has a language in itself. Yeah. It's giving you a know, language. <laughs> All of it talks, you see. The fans yeah. talk.
0: Oh yeah. The fans it's are so...
1: spaced, you know. You mm-hmm. deliver messages across like you know quite a far distance, just using a fan. You know, I'm like, oh God, I don't like it. Like did him. you see that over
0: here? Oh,
1: could we get him <laughs> out of here? And, you know, you it's sound like queen Like I say, it's the flavor of each. And you, yeah. you'd have to set the dramatic scene. You know, you really do. Because you, you have to picture it in the sense of, see, let's take now with the uh, the the, 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 the civilians, uh, where it's a farewell, you know, or like you say, it can be a greeting. But in the case of it being a, fa- a farewell, you can see, like I was saying, the man all geared up to go to the war. Yeah,
0: I think you the know, first one was a, in,
1: the farewell. And the hankies are out, and all the rest of it, and mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 done, you know, with in a very dramatic style. Because I could all you can almost see it happening back Mm -hmm. maybe how how many hundred years ago, you know, Mm -hmm. where they would like say, you know, the women would say goodbye to their men as they go to war or wherever they go, you know, when men go (laughs) and also horse culture, horse culture. This is, this is a very powerful thing because, you know, man and the horse is what brings what with the nomadic nature of man, the nomadic nature of humanity. We are, yeah, and there it is epitomized uh, completely in the horse, because that's what gave us mobility. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when we really could start grooving, and then the actual marriage of all of it together, um, in the culture, and brought in, like I said, in the music, in 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 everything other bits. It's it's inclusive to that culture. You can't separate us. Some cultures have it, like Rajasthani's. In Rajasthan, the horses, same thing, horse culture,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and and uh, you, you find around the world certain have held on to that, and especially when when you're doing Argentina, you know, those guys, so that and then you get to the Peru, I, you know, I was waiting for it because Peru is a happy thing; it's always happy Peru, the music. <laughs> yes.
0: it's always got that lovely. Even if something awful on. is happening, they always oh, have it's always an upbeat that, yeah. music.
1: I always think they've been up in the mountain too long and they've had oxygen deprivation. Yeah. that comes down and they well, buzzing Well, listen, like I used properly. to live
0: up in the high altitude. I know how you it is. Oh so dear, we're, no. We're, during my childhood, I was living up there in cuzco But
2: uh... oh wow, yeah, I I did it for like a month, and um, I I believe it was a month of my ancestors screaming at me that I was not built for life at a high altitude. <laughs> Beautiful beautiful, beautiful but i <laughs> Love it. i was sick pretty much the whole time oh no you
0: didn't oh. do you had tour. we call that turista you had turista yeah. you didn't take a rest before you went up there like you're supposed to like rest, rest for to, for 2 days yeah. to adjust to the altitude mm. oh no i went straight you walk,
1: from you know as you move you pull to the same thing you got to pace it you know yeah. you actually and go slowly holding, for you like three or your, your body mm. I went also during during the spring. You
2: went during the spring? Yeah, Yeah. I went during spring, so everything was in bloom. So my sinuses, it was just a a, a big, I never had a sinus infection in my life until that trip. It was beautiful, gorgeous. I, Mm. you know, thought I was made for mountain life. It's just something I've fantasized about since I was a kid, but (laughs) it's just, you know, the ancestors were like, no, no, not for you.
1: And they didn't give you oxygen. You no. Uh, you have, ah. the it, they just wanted her to get down. A little bottle, you know? a little bottle my, of oxygen. My- <laughs> you know, it helps them.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but I just. You, you, I did not know you lived up in the mountains.
0: Yes, I have lived uh, up in the mountains. And there's like. They'll do this like. There's like in the, in the middle of there. just like the planos, Like really no no trees can grow there it's just like grasses and other things very low vegetation and they will have they they they're just very generous people up there and even when there's like some horrible thing that happened this the songs are like not not like awful like not like i mean they're in the minor key yes but they're not like they're like they're like, i the cold, It's not like that. It's not like Mexico like, yeah. like cries to you when they have the heartbreak. It's like there's like a lighter tune. Oh. Like this. And it's like some awful thing is happening. But like <laughs> give you like a nice melody. <laughs> the people are so I- resilient. But in Argentina, yeah. it's a whole different, a whole different uh, vibe. Like even though there's some similarities in different things, there's more like, "Shay, what?" <laughs> okay, more, so uh, more, uh, emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Argentines are much more emotional in some ways.
1: Mm. A little, yeah. You know, very. I mean, also, like you say, very earthy. You know, the Argentina, mm-hmm. So You know, there's a lot of the earth is there, the mountains, etc., the horse, but, or you know, your gauchos. You know, all these things. Um, and like you say, it has got a lot more gravitas to it mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when they do it. You know, and and that, like you said, that first video, you know, that we watched, that that tension that was there is, as you said, palpable. It just yep, would be yep. nice, but I'm sure their circumstances were their circumstances. Um,
0: they probably only thought just, about filming it at the last minute, too. They're probably like, oh, probably, we should yeah. film this.
1: I, when I it first looked at it, I kind of thought they were dancing on the side of the road. You know, I thought they, <laughs> and I went, no, <laughs> Definitely
2: yeah. has yeah. an air of spontaneity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the dough because was it as well is that combination because you can see that the, the, the dancer, the, the the woman is, is 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 she relaxed? She's okay. She doesn't spook the horse. She's totally aware of the horse. She mm-hmm. knows her distance that she can keep with the horse, and. Yeah. Um, it's a fairly young horse as well that you can see, so it's not like you know mm-hmm. you, when you look at the one in Peru, and as you say that Peru is always it's a happy, happy, and uh, he might be that could have been a wedding for we you know you know delivering the bride it could be that, and and the way the man has that wonderful relationship like I say with the horse you know it's it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot more um relaxed and it is joyous, and horses like joyous, they enjoy that
0: they love and that, yeah.
1: uh, they do like happy stuff, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah
1: <laughs> naughty, playful things, they like it end yeah.
2: <laughs> It's true, well, no,
1: but the history, no, really it is worth looking through. You know, if you look through all the things of like you were mentioning, the handkerchiefs, the hats, uh the dress, the the, the postures and the dance itself, as you were saying, the, the coming together, and moving back, coming together. This is sevayamas. It is a courtship mm-hmm. dance. It is mm-hmm. it is a, a made for that. It's like so that you could come together. And you're not that close. You come together at first and then you separate backwards from each Absolutely. other. And you come back and you meet each other. But you meet each other in the power of it. You don't, the women are yes, never, it's like this... ever, um, you, you know, the, the women stand in their complete strength and the men stand in their strength. You know, there's mm-hmm. no dominance going on. There. Um, yeah. There's no leading. You know, it's like, I mean, you can see Rose and I dance It's hysterical. She talks me through it all the time. It's like the most wonderful thing, you know. Go to mm-hmm. my left, one, two. I get my right. Okay, turn, then back, Johnny. I'm back to the of this big spot. <smile>. It's wonderful. <laughs>
0: Johnny, I was just thinking that the this just reminded me the the style of the circular dance mm. just reminded me of launching the horse. You know what I mean? So, yes, like, exactly. It's pretty pretty simple if you're launching the horse. After they know mm-hmm. how to do the launch circle. It's an eight circle that they get. do as well. Yeah. You
1: know, they do, the, they're going to the eights, you know, they do that, which mm-hmm. a horse is comfortable with, you see. They're eight Because he's long. got him yeah. down. He's not, he's, he's yet his focused down and he's in movement, you know, and you can control it with that range. So you're never going to get like, you know, it'll only, those horses are very well trained and you will yeah. get it to like maybe go on his hind legs, but that'll be specific.
0: Yeah, that's a specific yeah, a time thing. when they did that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's amazing how beautifully it harmonized. Because if you had to think about it, yeah, you have oh, where it's in a case of a man or a woman dancing with a man on a horse, and the horse is dancing. And the horse does the seven. Yeah, no, yes, they do. The, the,
0: feet, they're the doing horse is in time. The horse is
1: in time.
0: They're like. So they actually teach them how to do that, which is crazy. The Zabatio.
1: Yeah, the yeah, horse can do so the so zambiano, so whatever you want. Yeah, mm. no, no, oh. this is, it's an incredible thing, and like I say, very spectacular when and then I'm brought out like you like you know as the bullfights, and which are culturally very big for the Spanish. It's a big
0: event still. Nice. Yeah, no, it's very
1: it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, I've i I've never wanted to ever be at a bullfight. Uh, Roses has been to a bullfight, me, but. Bah. Um oh, you know, I, I, I can I can appreciate the beauty of certain things, you know, but yeah, I, I, I'm not as immersed in that culture to understand it fully. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because I always root for the bull Um so <laughs> no, I do. I want to jump in there and like like look after well, the have you, like, yeah, I I Johnny, really have you do. been to like, the
0: corrida? Corrida de Toros? No, no, not no, even
2: that. No. 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 Mm-mm. I love horses.
1: You love horses
2: too. Oh yeah! I mean, I could. I was never allowed horseback riding lessons because I had a very paranoid mother. But I, um, if given the opportunity, yeah, she, she, she. It was like right after the whole Superman actor accident. She was like, "No, you, you never know what could happen." But I've always loved horses. Um, My cousins and I, when we'd go over to, because. in the culture in north africa there is this concept of having a leisure farm that you go to of on course. the weekends mm-hmm. yeah Wonderful. so when we yeah when we'd go over to her grandparents leisure farm um their neighbors had a farm with a bunch of wild untrained arabian horses wow and Yeah. So I led a troop of all the young cousins. They were like much younger. We would sneak over to the neighbor's farm with apples and it was such a beautiful. I mean, you know, if the adults knew about this, they would have like their own mini heart attack. But it was a beautiful experience for us seeing those horses up close, feeding them apples and sensing that energy and that nobility in the horses face on was kind of a life-changing experience for me um so i've always admired them and just that was kind of like an extra added layer an extra treat if you will to the dance today the dance that we're discussing i'm like oh what a what a lovely lovely opportunity honestly um beautiful beautiful animals yeah
1: what i love about watching it is that the horses happy yeah mm-hmm. the horses are always they love dancing they you know once they get it you can actually see they prance they begin to prance yes. you no know, they literally do and you can see the energy you can see when a horse is happy you know it's like they 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 like little children they like really are they're so exuberant within themselves you know they, it's like you they have to be contained in their excitement Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that riders like Containing them in there, but they are oh, wolves. They're so happy; they just want to let it rip, man. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's so divine. Yeah. But like I said, it, it's really such a link of all our cultures because of of where we come from, how we got them, you know mobility, etc., our relationship with the horse, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. You know, right through the the various things that, that that make us up to be the billions that we are, and mm-hmm. um It's it's it's. I always find that any culture that can hold on to something like that, to maintain something like that over the generations, you know, it's a belonging that's there when you watch it. So it is very very specific. That's why I think probably there's not much written about it or anything, because it is so culture specific.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: in that sense, it doesn't
0: like you have to be, you have to be horse people first, which requires. Mm -hmm. A certain type of person that mm. enjoys horses the second thing is you have to be specifically located near someone that can train your horse mm. like that and to be able to compete in these competitions or whatever or learn the style is like very regional so regional in the fact that mm. i don't know if it exists anywhere else apart from those regions yeah mm. right. i don't think that it does actually
1: I don't I know think. because we searched we looked everywhere like I said we found some guys in Rajasthan, but that was a completely different deal um, and and there was the Argentinian guys who we were yeah. very expensive because I mean we'd have to travel them and their horses all the way to India it's not going to be a happy thing
0: you yeah. know so yeah that's, <laughs> ship them on yeah. jet yeah. and pay yeah. a fortune
1: yeah but India, as you know, you know, and horses are very, very, very tight, you know, in, in mm-hmm. especially up north. You know, they're very close. I was very fortunate to meet one of the gentlemen that were at the Olympics, you know, with, uh, representing on the equestrian team. And yeah, and, horse and, horses, and uh, we were with the horses and he was the most gracious man. And, and we just had this chance meeting and discussion over the horse and we were talking. And next thing, he had one of those Olympic things, you know, from, from the um, Olympic pin on his mm-hmm. suit. And he did the most gracious thing to me. He just took it off and turned around and he pinned it onto my jacket. And that little subtle movement to which neither of us said anything has stuck with me to this moment it's like you know it's like even as i'm speaking about it now that's it was so it was very beautiful beautiful
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: graciousness we'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode
2: this episode was produced by alma pictures and baker street
0: join us next week for the next episode of our podcast Thank you, merci, gracias, gracias, danke, and have a great week.